and welcome to Sounds of Smoke, an all-new mystery adventure podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Please remember that all characters, people, events, and situations are completely made up for your fictional pleasure. They do not represent any real-life people, events, or pets, and any likeness to reality is purely coincidental. It's just a story. This is Episode 2, The Unmarked Truck. I turned the shower on and let the water run for a bit until the hot steam fills the bathroom. I watch all the shiny black tiles turn matte and the mirror fogs up. I take off my oversized men's t-shirt with the badass logo of Pun FMC, which is how I roll, and shuffle towards the steam. I step into the shower and surrender to the hot water droplets that fall all over me. It feels good. I just stand there for a minute under the shower and listen to the sound of water. The falling water sounds like the white noise that I've been craving for. I reach for my strawberry body wash and a vanilla scented shampoo. I let the sweet smelling leather to foam up and slip and slide as the hot water hits it. And everything begins to smell like strawberries and cream. Hmm, it's delicious. <laughs> There's something, something comforting about those innocent childhood smells. They remind us of something long lost and forgotten. Not really a memory, more of a feeling. And for a second, I let go. I had a life once, you know. I wasn't always this, well, loser, I suppose. (laughs) I lived in New York City. Well, actually in Bushwick, which is way cooler, right? In a loft, right? With two other people. A multimedia artist of unidentified gender. No, seriously. That is how they prefer to be known. Cherry Bomb. That is the name of them, the artist. And what a major clean freak, though. Ugh. Pick up the dishes, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and a heavily tattooed gay chef with an endless collection of lovers and drama. Man. Well, but that's a story for another time. (laughs) What else? Oh, I had a job. And I did poetry open mics at night. I even had a boyfriend. I was cool once, man. And now I'm just... normal. Who knows? Maybe an adventure is just around the corner. I could feel my eyes slightly opening. Everything is still blurry as I try to wake up. Oh, man, I don't think I slept that well in a while. What time is it? I really should get some blackout curtains. Where is it? Phone. Phone. Phone? I know you're here somewhere, phone. 
somewhere on the nightstand. I can feel the shiny, warm plastic glass as my hand feels around for it on my bedside table. I grab my phone and take a look. 12.45 p.m. 12.45 p.m.? What? Uh, maybe I'll pass on the blackout curtains. How long did I sleep for? Jesus. There's only one notification on my phone, and it's a text message from management saying just two words. Please verify. Shit, that's not good. That message only gets sent out when an agent dies. Fuck! Hi, this is Victor. I'm verifying that I'm, um, alive and in the key. Let me check to make sure I still have it. Maybe someone broke in and stole it while I was asleep. Maybe I was drugged. Shit, fuck! Hold, please. I get out of bed, almost jumping out of bed, and run to the kitchen. I look around, searching for where the fridge is, because for some reason I can't actively think of where it is in the moment, and I open the freezer door, move the frozen strawberries out of the way, and take out the birthday cake ice cream. Side note, seriously, birthday cake ice cream is the bomb. And I open the lid. I run the pint of ice cream under hot water until I see it melt and the key that I hid inside the jar appears. I still have it. It's all good. The air in the kitchen sink now smells like vanilla and rainbow sprinkles. I turn my attention back to the phone and they put me on hold. It's always playing Christmas music, even though it's July. Christmas in July. Isn't that a theme party thing? Hello? Victor 12 for management. The music goes silent. Victor 12 for management. Verifying that I'm alive and in possession of the object. The silence continues. Then there is a dial tone and eventually I get a voice. Someone called... Darlene answers and informs me that... They have lost contact with Nick, but they thank me for checking in and that I should await further instructions regarding the object. I say thank you and hang up the phone. I didn't realize there were still people named Darlene. I'm pretty sure that was a made-up name. Hmm. Okay. Great. Now I have to rehide the object and I've wasted my birthday cake ice cream. Have you ever looked at the trees? The top of the trees, especially from a distance. Have you noticed the way they sway? The way they sway from side to side. It's hypnotic. It's like a 1950s prom dance. All awkward and graceful at the same time and so full of anticipation. Aww. What is it? I can hear something break into the silence as I'm staring out of the bathroom window. Oh... God, it's my mom. Why is she screaming my name? Lola, Lola, Lola. God, I can hear you. Why can I hear you? I can, I can hear you coming up the stairs and walking into my bedroom. That's right, I left my phone on the bed. God, why do my parents are always screaming? Every time I go to the bathroom... It's like immediately, the end of the world emergency seems to happen. If 
first, they call my cell phone a few times. Then, if it's not around because I refuse to be one of those people to take the phone to the bathroom because gross and wash your hands. And then if God forbid I take a shower and I don't answer my phone immediately, they start screaming my name. The next step would be, yes, mom, I am in the bathroom. You found me. Nope, no, no, mom, do not start talking through the door. I'm just finishing up. I will be out in a second. Oh, seriously, why does she always talk through the bathroom door? Oh, great. And my dad is also now saying something. They are both in my bedroom. Please don't start touching my things. I just know that. Yep, there you go. My dad just turned off my music. What is it with old people? And why everything is being considered to be loud music? I wonder if I'll be that crazy when I'm ancient. I mean, considering that my genes are these two old fuckers. Just kidding. Love you. But seriously, the future does not look hopeful. I turn the water off and begin to dry myself. The air still smells like strawberries and cream. As I look up and look at the bathroom mirror in front of me, I notice that the fog is starting to fade and I can see a small heart that I drew in the steam at the bottom right corner of the mirror the last time I was here. Aww. Gee, how much time do I spend in the bathroom? Anyways, let me get out of here before my parents break down the door. Yes, yes, what is it now? As I open the bathroom door, my parents are just standing there waiting for me. Yep, not weird at all. Just my life. And then, they immediately start talking at the same time over each other. Why? Apparently, my mom had bought some fresh local peaches and I should definitely try them. Yep, that's her emergency. And my dad is confused about how to use a printer from a computer. Great. Just kill me. Coffee. I need coffee. I put the tea kettle on the stove and pick up a lighter in the shape of a female's body minus the head. The boobs light up and the lighter's on. I flick it and light the stove. The light blue flame appears and I turn the burner on high and watch the flames get large. I really need to go buy matches. But I sort of like this silly lighter. I got it by accident while I was on a job in Montreal. I was waiting outside of a strip club and this dude from a bachelor party. Seems like Montreal is a bachelor party central. I think that was the fourth one that I saw coming out of that strip club that night. Anyway, he saw me standing by the exit and came up to me. He just handed over a cigarette. I was craving one and left my pack in the car, so that was a perfect moment. I said yes, and he lit his, then gave me this lighter to light mine. Then we just chatted while we smoked, and 
He was showing me this lighter, and on the side of it was printed, Scott's finally getting laid on it. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> Man, that guy was so wasted. He just told me to keep it and went back inside the club, screaming, Let's get it on, bitches! And for a moment, I was part of it. The normal life. This bachelor party. Something real. And then I had to cut a dog in half to get a one-pound bag of cocaine that was inside of it. Ugh. Life, man. Hmm. Alright, let me write this down. List of things to buy. Matches. Birthday cake. Ice cream. Coffee. Toilet paper. Navy blazer. Jeans. Gray t-shirt. Pair of American flag shoes, just in case. While the kettle was warming up, I got out my red French press and put the coffee grounds in it. I can smell the coffee grounds already. Kenya dark roast. I started to clean up the kitchen by throwing out my empty ice cream container. Now, the key. I need to rehide the key. Looking down at the open coffee tin standing in front of me on the black granite kitchen counter, it seems like an obvious place for it. So I pick up the key and stuffed it as deep as I could into the darkness. <laughs> and then it closed the lid. Ah, just in time. The kettle starts to whistle, and I pour the hot steaming water over the dark coffee grounds. And I watch them dance in the hot water while the liquid turns from clear to black. Ah, the coffee smell gets stronger. The one thing that always guaranteed to get me out of my room and into the land of the living is coffee. I smell the comforting aroma of the dark roast coffee and like a reluctant zombie, I shuffle out of my room and down the hall and down the steps and into the kitchen where my mom is making coffee just for me. I open the cherry wooden cabinet and take out a giant white mug that says, ho, 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 spank the reindeer under the mistletoe and um, has a picture of a reindeer looking scared and of a slightly creepy Santa smiling. Coffee, milk, and a marshmallow. Mix, sip, happiness. And then, of course, the happiness gets broken by my dad yelling my name. What? Ah, oh. slowly shuffling towards the study, I can already see my dad sitting over the printer and pressing every button possible. I take a giant gulp of my morning happiness and reluctantly dive in to see what is going on. No, dad, 
the computer does not automatically print the page. You actually have to press print. Yes, yes you do. Yes you, um, look. Um, see, go to file, scroll down to print and select print, then choose to print again. See, there are two options, print or cancel. This way you can cancel if you don't want to print it. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. No one on the, uh, no, no. On the phone, you have to press print too. No, they are not voice activated. Yes, I know that there's Suri. I mean, I've tried correcting him, but there's just no use. It's Suri. Dad, Suri sucks anyway. You know, last time I asked to open an email on my phone while driving and it called Eli's mom. I didn't even know that I still had his mom's number. No, we are not getting back together. Yes, I'm sure. We are definitely broken up. Oh God. Look, he has gotten married to a 23 year old ex stripper. So yeah. I'm pretty sure we're over. No, mom. She's not an exotic dancer. She is a stripper. Okay, I'm going. I, I'm going to the grocery store to get more toilet paper and paper towels and laundry detergent. Yes, okay, I got it. I got it. I'm going. I am leaving the house. I am opening the door. Stop talking to me. Okay, bye. Every time. Every time as I'm leaving, they start talking. I think they can only talk to me while I'm leaving or in process of doing something, anything. Why am I walking out of the house through the porch? This is the wrong side. I, I'm not going back in. Then I'll have to deal with them. What could be scarier than that? Uh, this is how annoying they are. I literally was just so rushed out to get out of the house that I have left through the back door. You know I'm 30 years old. I ramble through my purse for the car keys until I find a green crystal turtle keychain I got in Mexico. Something about it always makes me smile. Probably the tequila. Ah, good times. As I walk around the house since the car is parked in a driveway in front of the house. I pass by the rose bushes. It's mid middle of July and muggy as hell, but the roses, man, the roses are in full bloom. I'm not sure how to say this without being cheesy, but I literally had to stop and smell the roses. The shiny, deep, waxy green leaves and the contrasting bright red velvety folds of the blossoms are like a sensory maze, just beckoning to be touched. The petals are so soft and they smell, they smell amazing. I gotta say it's one of those things that you forget how much you love. But the roses, they really do smell so damn good. All of a sudden, there is a loud noise. It's sounding kind of like a gunshot. I think? I'm not really sure what a real gunshot should sound like. And then everything goes quiet. 
I know where it came from. It's the house. The house from across the pond. What a skinny dinosaur man. Huh. Maybe I should have called the police. Shit. My parents are wondering what happened. I don't know, Mom. No, it wasn't me. Yes, I I'm fine. Yes, Dad. That does kind of sound like a somebody blew their tire. I, I am leaving. Yes, I know that I left from the wrong side of the house. I wanted to walk, okay? <sighs> There's my baby. My beautiful old car that after 20 years still somehow works. I need a new car. If I didn't get fired, then maybe I would have been able to get a new car. Why did I have to go and poke around in the grave? Not in the grave, literally, but in the business of grave. I mean, I touched the grave and whatever. Misappropriating of company time. Pfft. Tell me that doesn't sound like a bullshit excuse. As I opened the door of my red, shiny little SUV and got inside, I could smell the light essence of a coconut or pina colada in the car air. I looked around and found an old scented car charm, Caribbean Breeze. It was this little bracelet thingy with like white flowers. I put it on my rearview mirror and smiled. It's like a little piece of artificial paradise that smells actually way too strong. Nope, let's just take it off the mirror and throw it away. Nope, that, that did not work out at all. What was I thinking? That smells more like a Hawaiian escort, although I suppose her name could be Artificial Paradise. <laughs> just like her enthusiasm, I imagine. <laughs> Anyways, let's just get the fuck out of here. As I pulled out of the driveway and got to the four-way stop sign, a white unmarked truck zoomed past me like a maniac without stopping. Jeez, crazy asshole! I almost ran me over! Let's, okay, let's put the radio on. Let's see. Come on, tuner. You can do it. Find me something besides static. Uh, there. There. There's something. R&B soul. Alright. That would do. Very smooth ride indeed. And then uh, I lost myself in the music. Thank you for listening to Sound of Smoke, written by Anna Abrams, performed by Anna Abrams and Dan Matavik.